Good morning, everyone. It's great to be with you this morning on the first Sunday of Advent. I grew up in a church that didn't use a traditional church calendar, so I thought that Advent was just the month of December, but with a paper calendar on the wall. No chocolate. This year, there are five Advent calendars in my house. The word Advent actually means coming. Firstly, it's about the coming of Jesus as a baby, to live as a man and to die for us. Second, that Jesus wants to come into our lives right now. Thirdly, that Jesus will come back to the world one day as king and judge. My personal experience and understanding of Advent was totally changed in my 20s as I started going to a Church of England church when I lived in London. It exploded into a whole month of anticipation and preparation for the coming of Jesus. It still impacts how, in our family, we participate in the Advent season now. Let's read the Bible passage for today. It's the book of Luke, chapter 1, and I'm reading from verse 26 to 38. The chapter is headed, The Birth of Jesus Foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you so the Holy One will be born and will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. The Bible sometimes strikes me as bizarre. Actually, it often does. These verses certainly fall into that category for me. The language for an encounter of heaven on earth is just so understated. I've got used to thinking that angels always turn up in a white frock with a shazam, bright shining lights and plenty of eco-friendly glitter. There are, of course, examples elsewhere in the Bible where people don't even know they have met and had conversations with angels. But in my own mind... Announcing the long-awaited saviour of the world would have a bit more pizzazz. God often doesn't do things in the way that we expect. Doesn't look like there was any shining going on here. An angel is having an extraordinary chat with a young woman going about her ordinary life. You know, God, he is able to have extraordinary conversations with us while we are going about our ordinary lives. 
the God who flung planets into space and kept them whirling around and around, the God who made the universe with just one word, the one who could do anything at all, was making himself small and coming as a baby. Mary's response seems so very calm. Maybe she's in shock, frozen to the spot. How can this be in a seemingly refined manner? Frankly, I think I would have been a bit more, what? And hopefully nothing inappropriate, or flat on the floor with my eyes closed, or sobbing, or all of them at once. The angel calmly explains how God will do the remarkable, improbable, no, the downright impossible. But just in case there were any doubts, it says in verse 37, nothing is impossible with God. Here God gives something impossible to someone who almost certainly wasn't praying for it, Mary, a young woman. And something impossible to someone who had been praying for it for a very, very long time. Elizabeth, more advanced in years. Maybe this coming season, God is inviting you into something that seems impossible to you. Whether it has been a longing of your heart or you didn't see it coming. When the angel maps out the plan to Mary... He doesn't say the power of the Most High has already overshadowed her, which always makes me feel like the plan is more of an invitation. God is inviting Mary to be part of the impossible, to partner with him. Mary is a willing partner, but she has no idea what life will hold from here. I'm sure that if she reflected back on life, she would say, I wasn't expecting that. But God was in it all. In order to move forward in any plan that God has for our lives, we must be willing to walk away from what we know. Mary's new season would have been one of reflection, wonder, fear, turbulent emotions, relational challenges, danger, embracing, stretching, growing, anticipation, moving towards indescribable love and abounding joy, to welcome a baby who had changed her life. He changed my life. He has changed everything. May the coming weeks, the coming season, be full of wonder as you anticipate and prepare to welcome Jesus, God who made himself small.